Good evening. Shalom Aleichem. It's the magic hour on J-Root Radio, Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. You have your host, Yosef Chaim Schwab, on J-Root Radio for an hour of gigantic little secrets of the Torah. What are we going to talk about tonight? Tonight is a special night of the year. It only comes once a year. Do you know that? The night of December 4th. Today is the 3rd. Tonight will be the 4th. This is the night, the only night of the year, where we start saying in Shemana Esra, Tal Umotar. The same Tal Umotar tonight at Marav. The night of the fourth, which means the end of the third. Tomorrow is the fourth. Does anybody know why when we started on Shiva Asabatamuz? I know. Shmini Atzeres, he said, Mashivaruch Moradim Geshem. Mashivaruch Moradim Geshem. But tonight we say Motar. Talu Motar Lebracha. Think that over for a minute while I'll tell you the telephone number. This is a que- uh, program of te- questions and answers on the parasha and on relative subjects, like Talamata, which we start tonight, Wednesday night, the night before the 4th of December. And um, that name, uh, we, the, uh, the number you want to call, if you want to reach me in the studio here at J. Root Radio, online is jrootradio.com. And uh, that number here is um, 718-683-5858. 5858 is Hashem's name. 5 and 8 is 13, and 5 and 8 is 13, and 13 and 13 is 26. Yud Kevavke. 718-683-5858. If you want to listen to me uh, on the hotline, that means you can't talk to me, but you can listen. You don't have a computer. Um, you call the hotline. The hotline number is 712-432-4217. 712-432-4217 or 718-506-89099. 718-506-9099. That is the hotline. The live studio, interactive radio, you can talk to me. Anybody call me. I know there's thousands of listeners, 718-683-5858. You don't have to be ashamed. Call up. You can give any name you want. You don't have to. You can say anonymous, but just tell me where you're calling from. Anyone who's called from outside of the, the tri-state area gets a prize from me. Mm-hmm. A special, beautiful gift if you call from the out of the area and you have to give the engineer your number. And we'll call you back and find out if that is really out-of-state number. So, would you like to hear some of the questions tonight on Parshas Vayishlach? You know, there's three sedras that have the word Shin Lamed Ches in it. You know, there's three of them that sound like Vayishlach. Anybody knows what that is? This was Vayishlach. There's three more, two more. Altogether, there's three sedras that have Shin Lamed Ches in it. You know, anyone know what the other three sedras are? This is Vayishlach, and there's another one that has Shin Lamed Ches in it. Mm-hmm. That's the first question. 
And last week was Kiseitse, uh, was uh, by Yeitse. There's another Sedra that sounds like that. Yeitse, and there's another one. Anyone know what that Sedra is? Sounds just like by Yeitse. Now, that's two questions. Now, the third one is why do we say Talmud Mutter when we, in the beginning of Shemanasa, we say, why is rain called Geshem or Goshem? But that's in the beginning, the first three brachas. We start at Shemini Atzeres. We call rain Geshem. Why here, starting tonight for the next six months, four months, until Beisach, we um, call it Motor? What's the difference between Geshem and Motor? Anybody have any idea? And then, why don't you find the idea of December 4th in the Mission Buru? Or the Chai uh, Adam, uh, or the Archa Shulchan, or the Shulchan or the Tour. How come you don't find it in those forums? Is there some kind of a cover up here going on? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, that's another question. How many soldiers did Asaf come to attack his brother? How many soldiers did he come with? And what happened when he met Yaakov? What? Happened. He wanted to kill him. How come he couldn't? What did Yaakov do to protect himself? Three things. Does anybody know the three things that Yaakov did to protect himself? And Esau has another name. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Esau has another name. Yeah. Esau. Yeah. Hundred percent wrong. It's December fourth because a leap year when when February is twenty nine days, you make it on the fifth. It happens every four years. Two thousand and sixteen will do it because it's divisible by four. But every other year, says the Shulchan Aruch, is December fourth. Tonight, December third to the fourth, and tomorrow night is December fourth to the fifth. We only start on the fourth to the fifth if October, uh, uh, if February has extra day. That's not true. Tonight, in all the calendars, if you look at them, I'm looking at three calendars. Tonight okay, we start. Rabbi, Rabbi, it's making a lot of noise. In one second, I'll to give you the guy. I want few guys to yeah. talk with you. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Making a lot of noise. What does that mean? I, I, Go ahead. Uh, Rabbi. This is yeah. Usher H. Yeah, go to Usher. Go ahead. Listen, um, I don't know. I, I thought that you you had a shear in in the past, and you thought that the uh, Talamatar is tomorrow night. Could that be? Maybe I made a mistake. Uh, Saint Talamatar Bemar. I thought maybe you tomorrow told night. us. All right, I, may, I think I read it wrong. December fourth is tomorrow, right? Uh, but well, it goes by the solar right, when calendar. When, yeah, so it's tomorrow. It could be true, very true. It's not tonight. It's tomorrow night on the fourth. I don't know. Someone announced that it's going to be Wednesday night. I am looking at you the know, calendar. Something, said, that person. You, uh, I don't know what to say. Okay, but yeah. an old term that you maybe you're right because I'm looking at the calendar. It says Talamato on the fourth tomorrow. That means tomorrow night at Marav. Could be, but okay, you're right. I have to stand corrected. When you say it on December 5th, that's when February has... Has 29 uh, actually, days. Actually, uh, 29 days. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe Ash uh, is right. It's on the 4th, but not tonight going into the 4th, but going into the 5th. No, fifth. I'm not I, right. I learned it from you. Yeah, you're right. I think I made a mistake. Anyhow, let me ask the, for the world, why do we say Talamato on December 4th, or sometimes on the 5th, when you don't have that in the Mishaburim? Doesn't mention that. 
or Chai uh, Adam or Shulchan Aruch or Tor. I'm not in my usual set of mind, and I won't be able to answer it, but the Rub can answer it. Yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, I want to thank you, Usher H. Usher H is right. I it's might December call you back tonight. later. It's not tonight going tomorrow. 100% right. It's December 4th, the night going into the 5th. That's tomorrow night. And sometimes you're doing on the 5th going into the 6th, and that's only when February has an extra day. That doesn't happen this year, maybe 2016, because 2016 is divisible by 4, you know. He's right. So Talamata, well, the guy announced it last week wrong, and I, you, he's 100% right, Usher. It's not Wednesday night. Tonight's tomorrow night, Thursday, because now I'm looking at the other calendar. It says Talamata Lamarv on Thursday. Correct. Anyhow, why is it that Talamata is, n- I know where it's mentioned, in Kitzer, Shulchan Aruch, but why isn't it mentioned in Mishnah or the one that written 50 years before him, or the Shulchan or the Shulchan Aruch, or the Tour? That's a very big problem, you should know. It's not for a little discussion. It's a very big problem. Okay, so now we have a few questions. First is, what other sedras start with the word Shin Lamed Ches, or have the word Shin Lamed Ches in it? There's three of them. Tonight, uh, this week is one. And by Yetzay, there's another sedra that has the Yetzay in it. And about Talamotor, why do we say Talamotor rain when we started in Shemini Atzeres with Geshem? And now we say, saying, what's the difference? And Yaakov came, came with 400 soldiers. Why 400? Why not 100? No, 1,000. Why 400? There's a reason for this. Asaph has two names. What's his other name? What are the three things that Yaakov did to protect himself from his brother? Then when all the wives stood up for Asaph and all the kids, how come when it comes to Rachel... Yosef stood up in front and before his, all the others, the mothers went up first, then the kids. Here Yosef stood up in front of his mother. Mm. Also, why do we say to a person you should have Yiddish and Nachas? Does it have anything to do with Esau's children or grandchildren? We say Yiddish and Nachas. Why don't we just say Nachas, enjoyment from your kids? Has anything to do with Esau's grandkids, maybe? What happened to Shechem and Dino? What happened to Shechem and Dino? What happened to Dino? What happened to Shechem at the end? Who solved the problem of Shechem and Dino? What was their name and how old were they? And what is this thing called Gid Hanoshe? You can't eat the Gid Hanoshe in an animal. Why? Why can't you do it? And where was Binyamin in this whole list? There's no Binyamin here. How come Binyamin is not alive? How come? Whose child is Binyamin from? Ruben? I mean, Leah? Bilo? Zilpo? Who? Um, also, um, what's the name of the... Okay, one more question, and we go to the question. What was the name of the Aesop's Malach that fought with Yaakov that whole night? Okay, let's go to the first question. Call her. Rivka, you're on the air. Hi, I was speaking to my friend the other day, and I was saying how you said last week that you said the Kharan's in Iraq, but she said that Kharan's in Siberia. I mean, sorry, Syria. So Syria? I you mean uh, Kharan is in Syria? Yeah. I'm sorry, so look at the map. You'll see Kharan is on the Euphrates River, which is the left-hand border of Iraq. It can't change that. It's been like that for 3,000, 4,000 years. 
Look at the map. You'll look at any of those Chumashim uh, that have these maps. Charon okay. is on top of the... Yeah. Uh, and the bottom of it is Ur Kastim, where Avram was thrown into the fire. It's not in Syria. That's well, you know, Syria is right next to to uh, Iraq. That's true. But it's it's on the river, uh, uh, yeah, the Euphrates River, pro- which is the border of Iraq. Okay, what else? Yes. Also, I know the answer to the three things Avram Yaakov did. Go ahead. He separated his family. Yeah. He sent gifts, and he dove into Hashem. Melchama is one, prepared for war, so it should all not get killed out, so he separated him. Then he did davening, tefillah, and then he sent him a doron, a gift. Means a bribe, right? All right. Yeah, that's what it is. You're allowed to bribe people. Uh, you're not allowed to bribe anybody, but you're allowed to bribe a person who wants to kill you. You can break any law in the Torah to save your life, except three, and this is not one of them three. Very good, Rizki. I'm glad you called. Thank you. <laughs> Chaim, you're on the air. Chaim. I know I want to answer the question why Yosef went in front of Rachel. Go ahead. Because um, uh, Rachel was very beautiful, and and Esav, and, and, and Yosef was afraid that Esav might take away. Might take very away. good, Chaim. I'm going to tell you a second reason. She was very beautiful, you're right, but, but she was pregnant with Binyamin. And it says when a woman is pregnant, she looks at a, Esau, at a Russia's face, it will affect the baby. Therefore, he didn't want him to look at, yeah, at, at, at Rachel because it will affect the unborn child. And the third reason is that Esau is the, the destroyer the, of... Um, Yosef is the destroyer of Esau. It says when Mashiach comes, Mashiach and Yosef will kill Amalek, which is Esau's grandchildren, child. So he is the antithesis, the, 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 the sonet. The enemy of Esau is Yosef. At seven years old, Yosef had enough courage to stand in front of his uncle Esau and don't let him look at his mother. Because Esau, one day, will destroy Esau. Yosef will destroy Esau. Very good, Chaim. You're a smart kid. Go ahead. Can ask me another question? What's that? Can ask me another question? Yeah, one more question. Where, where is, uh, uh, how old was Yaakov and Esau when they met? I don't know. They were twins, so they're the same age. What, how old were they? 40, 50, 60, 80, 90, 120, 200, 300? I don't you have know. To know. They, they were 98 years old, both of them. All right, let's go. Yehuda, you're on the air. Hello? Yehuda, go ahead. I want to answer how many soldiers Ace of came with. Yeah, how many? 160,000. That doesn't say that. Because he, he came with 400 generals and... All those arm, well, 400 armies, and they all brought along 400 soldiers. Uh, the Torah doesn't say that. You, where'd you find that? The Torah doesn't say that. They oh. told him, your brother's coming with 400 soldiers. I, I can only go by the Chumash. Banu el el holech meos ish imo. That's all I wanted to know. But the Torah says 400 soldiers. And you know why 400 is very important? Because he said to Pharaoh, look, these Jews are going to be slaves in your country for 400 years. So give me 400 soldiers, and I'll wipe out the Jews. They won't have to, you won't have to bother with them for, four, for 400 years, and uh, I'll wipe them out. 400 equals to 400 years. The Eden is supposed to be in Mitzrayim. Okay, very good. Uh, thank you so much for calling. Who's the next caller? Blumi? Okay, Blumi. Shlomi. Shlomo. Go ahead, Shlomi. Um... Hi, my name is Shlomi. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I have an answer for one of your questions. Go ahead. Um, I know the answer for for by Shalach from Bashalach. Go ahead. Hello. I'm listening. Um, I have Vayishlach. Yeah. Bashalach. And Shalach. Very good. You are 100% right. Shalach Tachon Anoshim is about the spies. He, Bashalach Parvah, is the one who sent them out in Mishmos. And here, Vayishlach, you are 100% right, Shlomi. What about the Parsha last week? Vayetze, is there another Sedra that sounds like that? Um, I'm Kisete. Right. 100% right. You get 100 on your test. You're a very smart kid. Thanks for calling. Okay, okay. next. Okay. Moshe, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to answer the question about saying the Saint Talmud. You said, "Oh, yeah, tell me that." That um, the reason why we say Saint Talmud December fourth is because um, they had we they came back from Eretzisol and took time for them, or something like that. No, nothing like that. No, um, that they, they they it took them very time until. No. First of all, there's no there's no. First of all, th- if you want, I could send you. There's a truth for a Moshe they should say December fourth. If you want, I have it in my house. Why? Why? What's the reason? Tell me. I don't know, but there's a truth for a Moshe that you should say December fourth. The same Talmudter. No, I have the truth of a Moshe does not. No, say no, no, no. You don't have the truth for a Moshe. Okay, send it. Give it to the uh, to the, the studio. They'll send it to me. No, I I have your address. All right, send it to me. I like and to read so it. What do you, you say know. about the uh, All right, go ahead. Uh, next what do you say? Thank you. Thank you. Next caller. Hello? Who's next? Go ahead. Bracha, you're on the air. Yes, hi. I want to answer a few of the questions that you asked. Go ahead. Um, the question that you asked, where is Binyamin on the list? The answer oh. is he wasn't born yet. He, right. Rachel was expecting him then. That's why Yosef wanted to protect her. Right. Not that that he shouldn't look at her, because even a look of a Russian on a pregnant woman has effects to face a baby, right? Right. And also, um, the answer to uh, what three things um, Yaakov prepared himself with. Number yeah. one was Tefillah, he died Hashem. Number two was um, Melchama, he prepared himself for war. Right. And number three was gifts, he sent Esau's presents. Very good. You're a very smart girl, Bracha. Wow, I like that. Where, what, what grade are you in? Ninth. Ninth. So you're 14. No, I'm 13. 13? You must be a bright girl. I can tell that. Okay, Bracha, thank you so much. Oh, St. Talmud, Matar of Bracha. Why do we <laughs> call it Matar, and in the beginning of Shemesh, so we call it Geshem. Why? Well, Matar is due, and Geshem is rain. No, Tal is due. Tal is due. So why is rain called, uh, in, the, in the beginning of Shemesh, um, Geshem, and here, for the, when you ask for rain, Matar. Why? What's the Maybe difference? it's like a lighter uh, lotion. Maybe uh, Geshem is more extreme. or Oh, you're getting there. So tell me, what does that mean? Why is it extreme in the first, in the third, and the second bracha in the Torah? Mashi Rechamari Geshem. Why is it? You're right. It's more extreme than Mutter. 100% right. Why? Let me tell you why. And all the people know. listening. The first three brachas are not requests for anything. The last three brachas are thanks the first three brachas are shvach. Then that's six, and the nineteen brachas. So the thirteen middle ones are asking for something. I don't know. Um, Hell, gezun, be'geula, be'tamigdash, 
and rain. In the beginning, we're talking about Mechaya Mesim. God makes the dead people alive. Maim is Mechaya. He kills you and makes you alive. But before Mashiach comes, he's going to have people... How can, no, before Tchizah Mesim happens, if you're living, how can you have Tchizah Mesim? So you drop dead for a second, then you come alive again. That's called Meim Mitzvah Mechayim. The other one says, Mechayim Mesim, Mechayim Mesim, Mechayim Mesim. Since that's such powerful things, we bring Geshem, the power of Gashmius, it could be terrible, Geshem. could flood out a whole town. A tsunami, a tsunami is Geshem. A flood could kill people. That's the power of Gashmius. Matar is controlled Gashmius. Saint Livracha, not too hard. Yes, Geshem, God can make the dead alive and make them make a Mechayim That's powerful. Like Geshem could be too powerful sometimes. The power of Gashmius, but we won't want such Geshem. We want it in Motor form. Motor means just the right. They shouldn't work, uh, wash away the field. Uh, just enough rain to make the stuff grow. You get you you you're, you were right. You were you touched the right idea. Thank, Thank you. But also, in school, we yeah. learned that you save St. Talmatar on December 5th or 6th. Right. On December 5th, tomorrow night, or uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night is the 4th, at the, on December 4th, or if um, February is 29 days, a leap year, you say it on December 5th. Tomorrow, we, December 4th, we say it tomorrow. But it doesn't say that in the Mishnah Brewer. You'll never find a word about it, or in the Chayotim, or the Shulchan Aruch, or the Tour. Yeah, one safer mentions the kids of Shulchanan, but the real big guns, you know, the real big, 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 no, never mention that. There's a reason why they don't mention it, and I don't, I don't think anybody listening to me knows. Uh, there's, uh, I know, I bet you one out of a thousand understands why this is never, Mr. Brewer just died. I mean, he just wrote it in 1900, Mr. Brewer. And, and before him came, Orchad Shulchan didn't mention anything about December 4th or 5th or nothing about December. And it's even in the tour, says November 22nd. That's uh, 14 days ago. All right, anyhow, that's a little bit too difficult for you, Bracha, but thanks for calling. Yeah, thank you. Ellie, Ezra, go ahead. You're on the air. Yes, um, clown. Go ahead. Hello? Um, clown. Can I answer, um, can you ask me a question? Sure, I can ask you. Uh, how old was Yaakov and Asa when they met? 98. Oh, how'd you know? You heard it from me, right? <laughs> Very good. And me ask you, where, um... What, um, uh, well, how many kids were, how many did kids did Yaakov have at this moment when he met uh, uh, Esau? Eleven. Yeah, and not one more, even, not, it wasn't any more children? There was Dina. Right. So what, where did he put Dina when Esau came? In the box. Why? Because she was beautiful and she was young, she was, and Yaakov was afraid that Esau would, would want to take her as a wife. You're 100% right, but you know what the Torah tells us? That Yaakov is punished because she wasn't... No, I know why. I know why. Because um, Dina, would, um, Dina could have changed Esau around. Yeah, and that's what, what happened to her later, which is much worse. Shem took her and abused her, which means that Chazal say Avram should have taken a chance that his daughter could change his rotten brother from Russia to a Tzadik. And he didn't want to take that chance, and Yaakov made his best um, choice. But right next Pasha comes about Shechem, who took her and forced her. And therefore, how does a human being know what's right and wrong? I'm, I can only, I'm only a human being. I can do the best. I, I don't want this Russia to meet my daughter. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. It looks like the Torah blames him. That's right, because it says Shechem came and took her. So it's very difficult sometimes to judge Chas these great people. 
With, if the Torah wouldn't say that, or the Gemara wouldn't say that, we couldn't say it. All right, thank you very much, um, and thank you so much for calling. Eliezer, go ahead. Eliezer, go ahead. Where is he? All right, next. Who's? By Asav, when Who's he it? was going, there was um, a group of horses coming by. Right. What's your name, Eliezer? Yeah. Oh, what, what, what's the answer? what are you answering? Which question? I'm just trying to say something that my Rebbe said. When, when Asa was going with his 400 men, um, there was first a, a group of Malach, and they were on horses, and oh. they dressed up in beautiful um, yeah. clothing, and they looked like knights on horses, right. and they were going closer. And so then they, he made a sign, and he said, Oh, come on. And they all went stepping on Asa and his servants, and they got up, they, then he made them happy, then they came for the fourth time. Um, the first time he said, I'm Esau. The second time he said, I'm the Enochlav of Ram. The third time he said, I'm the son of Yitzchak. And the fourth time he said, I'm the brother of Yaakov. So then they said, leave him alone. Then they're all like broken up. Oh, you are so smart, Eliezer. You go to a great yeshiva. You have a great Rebbe. You're 100% right. These are the Melochim that Yaakov sent. He sent real angels that beat up Esau. They say, stop. Avram was an That don't mean nothing to us. Yeah, Avram was a good man, but you're no good. They beat him up. I am, uh, what, the second one was? I'm a, 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 a son of Yitzchak. Okay, that don't was, mean nothing. Um, the first I'm, one was I'm Esau. The second one was... That I'm the Enochlav of Ram. The third one was I'm the son of Yitzchak. And the fourth one was I'm the brother of Yaakov. Now, Eliezer, why is it so important that the brother of Ace, a brother of Yaakov, stops them from beating him up? How come Abraham is not good enough? Yitzchak is not good enough. Because um, Yaakov is, um, he's the Torah. Hey, Abraham is pretty much Torah, too. Avram, um, uh, my Rebbe told me that Avram is for... Keep it of aim, um, mean, um, chaser, kindness, to bring people in. That's yeah. the Avram, so that's what Avram usually always does. And Yitzchak is into, like, to love Hashem all the time. And Yitzchak yeah. is so into Taira. You know what? You have a great Revy. I can see you're going to be a Talmud Chacham. I see the way you think. Um, Yaakov, they, another reason is, Yaakov, Avram is gone. Yitzchak is not around anymore. He's in the house. He's blind. He can't see nothing. They said, you're a brother of Yaakov? Yaakov is still living. He could become a Rosh if he wants. You could become a Tzaddik if you want. He's still living. He's a man that you can learn from. Oh, he said, you're a brother of Yaakov, now leave him alone. You're right that Malachim came and beat up Esau, but Esau came with 400 soldiers. And you know how many people he left with when he was finished with Yaakov? How, how many soldiers? Like ten, huh? Ten people. No, zero. Because he came with ten people, and then when he left, he, he left with ten people. He came with 400, and he left with ten? Who said that? A minion? No, but uh, he said first he was going, and then, well, after the first time, they all, like, removed and ran away. He only had ten left. And then, while he was doing the fight, he, sto- he stopped, and then he saw his other soldiers running away, and he went with the soldiers. Well, it says that all the 400 soldiers became the Talmudim of Yaakov, because, he, you know why? When Esau ran over to Yaakov to bite him, 
his teeth broke. And that right. he, when he tried to bite his neck. Said, yeah, when they said, oh, this is Yad Hashem, they abandoned Esau and they went to Yaakov. And he went all alone, says Rashi, by Yoshev Esau Lemakomo. Lemakomo, not to Basel, because his house was beaten. Uh, he, he didn't have it. Somebody did something to his house. He went all home alone, it says in Rashi. He went home alone. Maybe he had two or three or five or ten soldiers, but he didn't have 400. Very good, Eliezer. You should become a great Tamil Chacham. Let's go to the next caller. Tova, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Tova. Um, I want to ask a question why we say St. Talmata um, on December 4th. Right, why? Because that's when the Tikufa's history ends. Woo! How do you know that? Because my father when does uh, Yeah, when does the Tikufa's history start? Um, I don't know. Let me tell you, you're a very smart girl. I don't know if you even know what the Kufa means. The only mitzvah in the entire Torah that has to do with the sun calendar, what we use, the secular calendar, is Saint, that only mitzvah, Talamotam. And there's one more mitzvah, but that only happens once every 28 years, Birchaz Achamu. But the yearly mitzvah is only one, and that's why you had the Geisha date is very important, December 4th, uh, tomorrow night, or some years, December 5th. Why don't you give a Jewish date? Answer is it's the only mitzvah that has to do with, with the um, the new modern calendar called the Gregorian calendar, because of the fact that Shulchan Aruch says and the Gemara says sixty days after Tekufas Tishrei, you have to say Talamotra. And the Tekufas Tishrei is called Atumno Equinox when day and night is equal. That's on September twenty second. All over the world in the south and then South. And, America and South Africa now starts, not winter, starts summer. We start winter because they're an opposite of us. But the Kufas Tishrei means that autumn starts September 21st or Sunday 2nd. Sixty days later is November 22nd. That's what it says in Shulchan Aruch and Tur and then Mishabrura and Chai Autumn. And nobody says December 4th except the kids of Shulchan Aruch. And there's a strange reason for that. Mishnah Brura is an awful big posek. He does not bring one word about December, anything. But the Tur Shulchan Aruch, uh, the Beis Yosef, wrote November 22nd. That means 60 days after September 22nd. Why do we do it 14 days later, tomorrow night? That's a big problem. I don't know if you understand how they changed the calendar by 480 years ago. They knocked off 10 days. So in those days, the Jews were, didn't want to accept it. They said no. We don't want to do it. We don't care what you fix the calendar. And they, the others had the 10 days less, and the Jews had 10 days more. And now the last 480 years, it's the four days more. Now it's 14 days more. And the Shulchan Aruch says, if anyone who doesn't say Talamotu on the 61st day, November 23rd, he has to repeat Shemot That means from November 22nd till now is 14 days. That's three Shemot a day, about 45 Shemot are no good. They're very good, but the Halakha says they're no good. How does this work? Too hard for you, Tova, to understand all these things. But you are such a smart girl. I'm proud and I'm happy you called my program because I see you must go to a very good yeshiva. Could I answer another question? Go ahead. Um, why we don't eat Gedanasha is because um, the Esau's mouth that was fighting Yaakov, he moved um, hey, Why did he hit him in the hip? Why did he hit him in the eyes or the heart or the stomach what? or the legs? Why hit him over there only? I don't know. Ooh, well, let me tell you that you can tell your, your Mora. You have a, a Mora or a Rebbe? Mora. Uh, yeah, listen, 
tell the Malach thought that Yaakov was a Malach also, because a Malach usually wins when they fight a human. They, he couldn't defeat a Yaakov. So maybe Yaakov is a Malach. And no Malach has a hip. No git hanosha, no hip. They can't bend, sit down. After they do their job, a Malach, they disappear in a second. A sitting down means after you finish work, you sit down and rest. A Malach does not have to sit down, bend his knees, or bend his hips. He wanted to find out that maybe Yaakov is also a Malach. He grabbed the git hanosha, the sciatic nerve, and pulled it out. And that's why he was crippled. And, and uh, he, that's one reason. The second reason is because he married two sisters. That's forbidden after the Torah was given, but not at this time. And that's what we don't want to go into, but there's a couple reasons why I hit him in the, in the Gid Hanosha. You know what the Gid Hanosha means? You know what the word means? No. I'll tell you. When two bones are held together, you need something to hold it together. It's called a tendon or a ligament. A Gid is a ligament, Hanosha, that jumped out. That's why Jews can't eat to get an usher. Okay, thank you so much. Next caller. Michael, you're on the air. Hello? Go ahead. Yeah, um, a, a few callers ago, uh, someone uh, someone said that there was 12 people approaching yeah. Esau with Yaakov. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to say there's, there's a Rashi that it was really 22 because there's a Rashi that says that every... That every uh, uh, every shaver had a twin sister born with them. Oh, so instead of 12, there were 22. 24, actually. The, uh, Elie, uh, what's it? Binyamin wasn't born. So 11. Yeah, Binyamin wasn't born, so it was 22. So you mean there were 22 children? Yeah. Oh, I totally doesn't mention that. I know the measure says that. Isn't that interesting? But it says Yaakov took his 11 children and his four wives. So why doesn't it say 22? No, 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 he, no, he says, it says in Arashi that, it says in Arashi that every, uh, that every shave had a twin sister to marry. It doesn't say it here, this said when he said he took his 11 children. I know, it's true what you're saying, but it doesn't say here he took 11 children, and then he went over, then he took them over the river. Uh, you're a very smart kid. Um, what's your name? Um, just the first name, what is the first one? Michal. Michael Nachman, yeah. that's all I have to know. You're yeah. a very smart kid. Thanks for calling the program. Okay, next yeah. one. Next call. Yaakov. Yaakov, go ahead. Go ahead, Yaakov. Hello? Go ahead, Yaakov. Um, I know the end I know the answer of of what was um Yaakov the the Malach that Yaakov was fighting with. Yeah, what's his name? Satan. Oh, yeah, but what was his, the Satan has many, many, many names. Sure, it was the Satan. Um, but what was that Satan's name who represented Esau? Can I tell you the answer? Samoel. Satan, uh, there's a thousand of Satan. Every person who does Averis, you make a Satan. Every time you make, do mitzvahs, you make a good Malach. And you do an Averis, you, you create a bad Malach. Samoel, he wanted, Sumo means a blind man. He wanted to blind Yaakov. He said, listen, you are the father of the Jewish people. Don't think about the future that your special Mashiach is going to come for you, that you're better than everybody else. Give up these ideas, what you think you... Don't look into the future that you're the best nation in the world. Give that up. Don't care about the future. You wanted to blind him. You know what else blinds a person when you drink too much wine? The letter under Samach is Ayin. The letter under Mem is Nun. 
The number letter under Aleph is base. The letter under Lamed is Mem. Anavim, grapes, make you blind too. If you drink too much, you get shicker. So, uh, okay, very good, Yaakov. Thanks for calling. Welcome. Go ahead. What's the name? Oh, no, yeah. Okay, boy, side. Let me tell you something. You know, it said, You know the word eskid? You can't eat eskid. You know, can't eat is a remise to all the fast days we have. We have six fast days. You know that. I told you that a long time ago. You know the six fast days? Black, white, man, woman, long, short. That's all the, the tanation we have. We have only um, we have six fast days. Black, white, man, woman, long, short. Black is Tishua. White is Yom Kippur. Man is Gedalia. And woman is Esther. And long is in the summertime. The longest daytime fast is Shiva Sabatamus. The shortest one is next month. A Sarabatev. It's a very, very short day. So these are the, the black, white, man, woman, long, short. But I'll show you where it says in the Torah hint. Eskid. Eskid tells you the six fast days. Lo yokel, you can't eat. That's a remnant for the six fast days. Aleph, Esther. Tishabov. Gimel is third day of, uh, after Rosh Hashanah, third, third day of Tishrei. That's Gedalium. Yom Gedalia. Yud, Yom Kippur. And Dalid, that's the fourth month. Tishri Cheshvik Yisrael Teves. A sort of a Teves. And how do you get the last one in? 17th day of Tammuz. How's that? Hmm. Gid, Gimel, Yud, Dalid. 3, 10, 13, and 4. 17. How do you like that? Lo Yochlu, they cannot eat on fast, six fast days. Eskid, Aleph, Esther, Tishtaf, Tishbab. Gimel, Gedalia, Yud, Yom Kippur. Dalit is the fourth month, which is a Sarbatevis. And the 17th day of Tammuz is in the word Gimel, Yud, Dalit. 3, 10, 13, and 4, 17. Okay, that's another thing. Now he says, Shlomo, you're on the air. We could you right now, Shlomo. Go ahead. Yes, um, I didn't really hear the question. Could you repeat the question again? Well, we have 25 questions. Which one? Any. Okay. Um, S, what's a Gid Hanosha? Uh, um, that's the inside of the animal. Yeah, yes. definitely. It, it's inside of it. Uh, Yaakov's not an animal. He hit Yaakov the Malach in the Gid Hanosha. And what is that? Well, I'll ask you another question. What said you read this week? Vayeshev or Mikates? Mikates. No, by Yishlach. That was a trick question. And what do you start saying tomorrow night after Marav? In Marav? Uh, um. Um. Uh, it's not Mashivuruch Marav Goshem. What is the other one that talks about rain? Maradatal. Oh, 100% right. Wow, that is great. Saying Tal Umoto Livrocha, right. Motor means rain, and Tal is due. A dew comes from the ground, and rain comes from the sky. Why do we ask for rain at this time of the year? Why is that? You mean, like, why not snow? Yeah, very good. Why not, let's say, in August or July or in the summer? Why in the winter? Because for Hanukkah, it's probably better. I don't know. 
Good for Hanukkah. Oh, you mean frozen uh, rain is snow? When we wanted to rain on snow on Hanukkah, that's not a bad question. What day of the month? For yeah, right. For Chatzmach. Let me ask you: Hanukkah is on what day of the month of Kislev? Okay. Hey, what number is that? Um, thirty-six. Thirty-six? No, a little less than that. Twenty-five. Oh, you know, 25. Shlomo, I want you to keep calling my program. I like you, but you're. Very good answers. Thanks for calling, and let's go to the next caller. Baruch, go ahead. Go ahead, Baruch. Baruch, go ahead. You're on the air. Okay, it's full down. Okay, no call. Oh, all right, Abayi. Now I told you about es gid hanosha. You know they say the gid hanosha you can't eat in a kosher animal. You know there's four things we can't eat in a kosher animal. Every kosher animal is usher four things. Could anyone tell me what are the four things that's also to eat in a kosher animal? And also, let me ask you something else. Ed, uh, Aesop has another name. What's his other name? And um, the, uh, the Aesop had a grandson. His name was Nachas, pleasure. That's why when you go to a simcha, you say you should have Yiddish Nachas. Because there is a, a Goyish and Nachas in the Torah, too. Esau's grandson, the son of Reuel. Reuel. One of Esau's sons is Reuel. Reuel. And his son was Nachas. We want to have Yiddish and Nachas, not Goyish and Nachas. All right. Um, now, um, how old was, and we said that already, right? How old was Yaakov and Esau when they met? Now, what did he do, Yaakov, when, when he ran over to, to Yaakov? He wanted to bite him. What did he do? And then he did something else. And then he did something else. Three things. Do you know what those three things are? He ran over to him, and he wanted to, um, wanted to bite him. What did he do? What did a nace happen? What happened? What did he do? Mm, does anybody know what he did? He did three things. He did three things. Does anybody know? It says in Pasik Dalit, Lamed Gimel Dalit, Vayorat Eitz of the Cross of Yechab Kehu. He hugged him. Vayipol Avsavarov, he fell on his neck. Vayishok Kehu, he kissed him. And number three, Vayivku, he cried. Why does a Russia cry? And why is there dots on the word Vayishok Kehu? Why is there dots on top of that? Is there any other place in the whole world? Is there any other place in the whole Torah where there is dots on top of words? Okay, Yankee, you're next. Hi. Go ahead, Yankee. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. You asked me a question? Oh, why are there dots on top of the word Vayishal Keyu? Almost never in the Torah you have that. I learned that in kindergarten. Oh, uh, at the kindergarten, you mean? Oh, oh Asa's teeth fell out. Oh, his teeth. Why did his teeth fall out? He tried to give Yaakov a big bite. Right, and they broke his teeth. And when the soldiers saw that, they saw a nace happen, they left Esau and they went to Yaakov. That's why it says, Esau returned alone. He came with 400, but he returned alone. So Rashi said, all his soldiers abandoned him because they saw that Hashem is going to protect Yaakov. You can't touch the man. You'll never touch Yaakov. You'll never be able to do it, which was true. Instead of biting him, he hugged, he kissed him. And there's dots on top because his teeth fell out. I don't know about that part. The Rashi says he wanted to bite him, 
So they, so which which means you shouldn't have written the word Vayishokeh. He kissed him. He didn't really mean it. He didn't mean it lishma. He didn't really mean it, so you shouldn't written the words. So when you put the dots on top, it means like they shouldn't be here, these words. Which means he kissed them, but he didn't kiss them. He really wanted to bite them, but he had to kiss them. The last second he decided to kiss them. So it's like it's not 100% a kiss. That's why the dots on top means shouldn't be written. Okay, is there another I word in the question. Torah? Look, is there another word in the Torah that we read thousands and thousands of times and we don't say it the way it's written? Yeah. What? A yomer. A yomer, you don't say it the way it's written? Which word is it? Well, it's a word you say thousands of times, and every day you say it 500 times. Hashem? Yeah. You don't pronounce the words, letters, ever. Only Yom Kippur, the coin Gadol, did it, and the people fainted. They all fell down, and it said, um, But you never say, you never, there's no dots on top of that. On, in the Torah, you'd gave off, okay? Yeah, you never pronounce it the way it's written, Never. Except the coin Gadol and Yom Kippur, but here you shouldn't. It shouldn't been written because they put dots on top. Because really, he didn't kiss him one hundred percent. You don't really shouldn't say it. So if you couldn't say it, why is there no dots on top of Yud Kevavkei? Ooh, that's too hard for you, Yankee. That's a very hard question. But I well, thank you for I calling. And no more. Yeah, I asked you another question. Um, how many animals did he send Aesop? Hundred, five hundred, thousand. My Rebbe said at least two thousand. No, it was 550 exactly. Because it, said, it says in the story here, it says 580 or 550 animals, and it tells you how much it was, 200 of these, and 200 of them, and 20 of these, and 20 of them, and 40 of these, and, and you add it up, it comes out to the males and the females, exactly 580 uh, or 550, depends how many camels they were. But it didn't say thousands, it says right here in the Torah how much. 550. Does anybody know why 550? Is anything to do with carbonos? Is there anything there to do with five? It's the amount that uh, Noah brought into the table. The, 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 oh, well, he sent them kosher animals. He didn't put in chazerim. Uh, Noah put in chazerim. He sent them only cows. And, well, they're not true. The donkeys is not a kosher animal. He sent them goats and sheep and cows and camels. They're not kosher. Donkeys are kosher. But he sent them these animals. Donkey you need for carrying... Camel you need for traveling, cows you need for milk and for meat, sheep and goats you need for the wool, you know. Very good, Yankee. Thanks for calling. Any more calls? Can I ask your question? Yeah, go ahead. Abud, what's your first name, Abud? Um, the, uh, hmm? What's your, what's your first name? Sarah. Sarah Abud? What? What's your first name? Yeah. What? Zerach. Zerach. Oh, how did I get the name Abud? What? I don't know. Zerach. Go ahead, uh, Zerach. What's, uh, I wanted what's to answer the question why Yishikeo has dots on top. Yeah, why? Well, there's two reasons. Okay. Either it's, it comes to teach us that it was a real kiss or that it was a fake kiss. Oh, very good. Which means, so why do you have dots? To, to, to show you that it was either a real kiss or a fake one. How does the dot show that? I don't know. Oh. I'll tell you why. Achachamim tell us whenever there's dots on a word, the word shouldn't be written there. Like by Yosef's brothers, they went to shepherd the sheep. S sown. S has dots on it. They really didn't want to shepherd the sheep. They wanted to go to get away from the father and figure out how to kill Yosef. They wanted to shepherd themselves to have a meeting. They wanted to 
to figure out how to get rid of this terrible guy called Yosef. And the dots are on S, which means they didn't really want to go there for the sheep. That tells you they didn't. That was the trick. They told the father, we're going to go and take care of the sheep now. But it really meant that they were, they were going to have a meeting, how to get rid of Yosef. Whenever there's dots on the letter, it means it shouldn't have been written there, which means it should, but it shouldn't. Like you said, the kiss... Fake kids, the real kids, man, he meant it, he didn't mean it. It's not 100% correct, uh, the, the word. So, therefore, there's that. You're 100% right, Zara. How'd you learn that? I learned it in school. Oh, you got a very, very good Rebbe. Do you know that? Um, okay, go ahead. You, you, any more questions, or are you finished? Um, you have any more questions? <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you something. It says here in the beginning of the Sedra that Yaakov says, I'm too small to have any more favors. You did so many favors for me in my life. You saved me from Aesop so 20 years ago. You saved me from Lavan now. And when I cr- came out here 20 years ago, you split the river for me, the, uh, the, the, the Yardim. Kotonti, I am too small for any more miracles. Do you know that Kotonti is the eighth Pusik in the Sedra? And do you know that this Sedra is the eighth Parsha in the Torah? And no. you know that the eighth times the eighth, you know how much that is? Sixteen. No, times. Eight times oh, eight. Eight times eight? Mm-hmm. Sixty-four. Right. One-eighth times one-eighth, because this is the eighth Pusik of the Sedra and the eighth Sedra. So eight times eight is one-sixty-fourth. From here, the, Tal- the Gemara says, a Talmud Chacham has a right to have Gaiva, only one-sixty-fourth of the max. Sixty-four. Why? Because Yaakov said, I'm too small for any more favors. And this is the eighth Pusik. In the eighth sedra, and the eight times eight, one eighth times eight is one sixty fourth. Ay, 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 that's a deep secret of the Torah. That's why it's in my safer, gigantic little secrets of the Torah. You're allowed to have a little bit of guy because you're a Talmud Chacham. You're, you can have a little one sixty fourth. And because he said, I'm too small, I don't deserve anything more. And he was such a big tzaddik, Yaakov. All big tzaddikim think they're nothing. That's why when Esau came with 400 soldiers, instead of killing him, he kissed, he kissed him, he cried, he hugged him, because Hashem made a nace. And Yaakov saw the Shekhinah. By that nace, he saw that a Russia in one second turned into, a, for a moment, his friend. That's like the, seeing the Penel Kim, like seeing God's face. All right, very good. Thank you so much for calling, Zerach. Okay. Baruch, you on? Hi. Yes, Baruch, go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, you can. Why? <laughs> Every year, I'm going to be... All right, next caller. No more Okay, no more. Let me tell you something here, boys. What I told that Zerach is a very answer. Don't even call it Hasodim. A say Chazal. It's an eighth plus an eighth cetera. And an eighth of an eighth is 64th. Why 64th? Why not the 86th or 95th? Hmm... You know, six and four is ten. Uh, one tenth. One of the Seres Adibros talks about uh, a Gaiva. And uh, I wonder if anyone can figure that one out. That I'll leave up to you. And also, he sent them animals. All the animals that he sent him, every one of the words end with a mem. Lame Beis Tezvov. Izim, Mosayim, Utoyoshim. Esrim, Rechelim, Mosayim, Ve'elim, Esrim. Eight, me- eight mems. How come? Because eight, uh, there's eight, uh, mem stands for mum. 
a defect. He sent them only trefer animals that have a trefer. There's eight trefers in the Torah. Shmona, Shmona trefers him. There's eight. Adi Gemara says there are 18. Shmona Asur to make trefers. That's why there is more mems. Gamalim, Ubenehem, Shloshim, Arboim, Porim, Esrim, Ayorim. It's 18 altogether. Eight are Midoraisa. Ten is the Rabbonum. The ten are the whole. Let's say you have a liver that has the torn or broken or missing. That is a derisa. Let's say it's a tiny, tiny hole in the liver. Nakudo, a, a nekev, a hole. That's midrabbanon also. So the Shemona also travers him. There are really 18 travers. Eight are derisa. Ten is rabbanon. That's why this Pasuk, when he sent Asaf, only animals that were traif. Because Asaf himself is traif. That's why. And eight yeah, means the... Okay, what's the name? Yehuda. Yehuda? Go ahead, Yehuda. Go ahead. Okay, Yehuda hung up. Listen, so I want to tell you something about saying. There are 18 mems. Shemar Esther Trafus, name it says in Shulchan Yodea. There's 18 Trafus. And how do you know? Because mem is a mum. That means if animals have has a mum, it's a Trafus. So, okay, Moshe who? Okay, Moshe, go ahead. Yeah, I want to ask you a question. It says that Yaakov, for 21 years, he didn't see Yosef, right? 22. 22 years. So how did he survive in uh, Lovin's house for 14 years? What does one have to do with the other? Because it's, no, the tzaddik, uh, if he's such a tzaddik, how did he survive in the Russia's house? Because he's a tzaddik, that's why. Because he learned 14 years in Shiva. And where, where's the 21 years, it says? It says 22. Where's the 22 years? Where, 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 where's to say 22? He stayed in Lovin's house 20 I, years. I heard 22. That's how I'm asking you. No, there's only 20. Wait, he, wait, he waited for Yosef for 22 years because uh, he didn't uh, give cover to his father for 22 years because 20 years in Lovin's house and two years on the road coming back. He could have come back in three days. It took him 18 months or two years. Mm-hmm. So 20 and 2 was 22. Since he didn't give cover to his father for 22 years, Yosef didn't give cover to his father for 22 years. That was a little right. stickle punishment okay. for Yaakov. Yeah. Thank you, bye. You're right, bye. So long. Next caller. No oh, no, okay. Now, boy, so what I'm telling you is a very deep thing here. Um, there are 18 mems, 18 mumim. He sent them only treif uh, animals. You know that only a kosher animal could be treif. You know that. You know the chazer cannot be treif. Impossible. A pig can never be treif. Only a kosher animal could be treif. Uh, a, a kosher animal could have one of their 18 treifas. A, 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 a pig, if it has one of the 18 trefers, if it has no trefers, it's usur. It's usur because the min, the species, is usur. Even if it's a perfect pig or a camel or horse, it, it, you can't eat it. Cause, not because it has a trefer, because the min is trefer. Only a kosher animal could be trefer. It's impossible for a trefer animal to be trefer. We call it trefer, but really it's um, a, a pig is a min asur. It's, you're not allowed to eat a pig. But a kosher animal you can't eat if it has a mum, uh, 18 trefers. Now I want to answer that question I asked before because you only have four minutes. Um, you know the four things you can't eat on a kosher animal? Maybe I'm going to wait two, three minutes. Anyone out there listening to me, what is the four things you cannot eat in a 100% kosher animal ever? What are the four things you cannot eat in a perfectly kosher animal ever? Anybody can call up. I'll give you the number. Maybe you forgot the number. It's a very important question. What are the four things you can never eat in a kosher animal? 718-683-5858. 
Does anyone know the four things you cannot eat in a kosher animal ever? And some of these things that you cannot eat are go on the Mizbeach. For the Mizbeach, it's okay. For us, it's poison. How come? Oh, hoo, 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 hoo. Some of these things go on the Mizbeach. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know what those things that go on the Mizbeach? It's 100% good for the Mizbeach and bad for virgin. How can you put something on that Mizbeach that you can't eat? Two things. There are of these. Does anybody know the four things that a Jew cannot eat, even from a kosher animal? Mm-mm-mm. Okay, any callers, uh, Nisim, you interrupt me. And if not, I'm going to tell you this. There's 18 mems, 18 trapers. Do you know that in, um, in Bamidbar, Pasha's Pinchas, on the seventh day of Sukkot, you have eight mems also? Tamimim, uminchasam, beniskehem, laporim, laelim, laqvasim, bemisforam, kemishpatam. Remes to carbonos. You cannot have eight mumim or trefos in these, on any carbonos. You cannot have any of these 18. Nisim. Go ahead, oh, yeah. Nisim, you're on the air. Yeah. What are the four things? What, what not kosher animal? Uh, what? A not-kosher animal. Well, who? Yeah, on a co- oh, no, 100% well, kosher animal. What are the four things you can't eat? Um, a uh, pig? No, have a kosher animal. What are the four things you can't eat? Um, the, the, the fats. Yeah, go ahead. The limbs. Which limb? Um, the thigh. No, you can eat thigh. I eat thighs all the time. What are the four things you cannot eat on a kosher animal? Um, in the back. Okay, let me tell you, Nisim, uh, before we get to Jacob. Dam, you cannot eat of a kosher animal. You can't even drink your own dam. Bechelev, you cannot eat of a kosher animal. Aver menachai or basar menachai, you cannot eat. And gid hanoshi, you cannot eat. Thank you so much. Let's go to the next caller. Go ahead, Yaakov. Yaakov, you're on the air. Yaakov, go ahead, Yaakov. Jake. Usher, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Usher, you're on the air. Yeah, uh, Okay, yeah, go ahead, what? When you make nikir, nikir, so you have to take all, all the vridim. Uh, what are the four things? Give me. Amali hadal hadvarim shalasul echol Yehudi Yeah. I'll tell you. We have no time. Dam chelev eivim and get an usher.